Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. There's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Thank you all for being here. I'm just going to ask the press to step out so we can begin our briefing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. President. Mr. President, should your son have defied the subpoena? Did you watch? Did you watch? Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, let me give you our number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, So we have this entire issue of whether or not the DOJ, whether or not the FBI has been weaponized, uh, you know, I'm listening to Director Ray testify before the Senate last week. Pretty amazing. You know, uh, he's never seen more threats, a larger threat level than ever before. And for the first time, he even mentions Joe Biden's illegal immigration and open borders. Uh, but yet, what has the FBI been involved in? Uh, oh, let's see. Before the 2020 election, they've been meeting with big tech companies, warning them they may be victims of misinformation campaigns. And it may be about Hunter and Joe Biden, uh, knowing that they verified that Hunter's laptop was authentic and real. Uh, when Facebook and Twitter reached out to the FBI after the New York Post broke the laptop story, they would not confirm what they knew to be true. 
Uh, maybe if they didn't invest resources in ways that seemingly are political and would have an impact on a presidential election, uh, maybe if they weren't, you know, harassing tiger moms and dads that go to school board meetings that dare to want age-appropriate material taught to their children, maybe if they didn't go after traditional Catholics, maybe, just maybe, they'd have more resources to deal with the worst terror threats we've ever had. Of course, another big story today is the European Union. There was a terror plot that was foiled uh, and a Mossad warning uh, that goes along with that, which we discussed uh, earlier in the program. Well, now we have justthenews.com. Uh, well, before I get to that, let me take you back to Jim Jordan. And this is Jim Jordan grilling Merrick Garland on a, in October of 2021. I want you to listen to this exchange. Will FBI agents be attending local school board meetings? No, FBI agents will not be attending local school board's meetings, and there's nothing in this memo to suggest that. I want to, again, try to be clear. This memo is about violence and threats of violence. Let me just point out, the same day you did the memo, the Justice Department sent out a press release, Monday, October 24th, or excuse me, Monday, October 4th, 2021. The press release says, Justice Department addresses violent threats against school officials and teachers. Now, you said earlier to a question from one of my colleagues on the Republican side that parents aren't domestic terrorists, we're not going to treat them that way. But let me just read from the third paragraph. According to the Attorney General's memorandum, the Justice Department will launch a series of additional efforts in the coming days designed to address the rising criminal conduct directed towards school personnel. Those efforts are extended, expected to include a creation of a task force consisting of representatives from the department's criminal division, civil rights division, executive office of U.S. attorneys, the FBI, the Community Relations Service, Office of Justice Programs, and the National Security Division. Now, I find that interesting. You said there's no way you're going to be treating parents as domestic terrorists, but you got the National Security Division in a press release regarding your memo that day. My memo does not mention the National Security Divisions. It's addressed to... I didn't say it did. I said the press release accompanying your memo that day from the Department of Justice, right here it is, talks about the National Security Division being part of this effort. I want to be clear as I can be. This is not about what happens inside school board meetings. It's only about threats of violence and violence aimed at school officials, school employees, and teachers. Okay, now, JustTheNews.com, founder, editor-in-chief, investigative reporter John Solomon uh, just broke news that a newly released public memo, uh, first referenced by the House Judiciary Committee in their March report on the DOJ's efforts to monitor these, you know, nebulous threats against school boards, etc. It shows the top-down effort from Merrick Garland's department to gather information and facilitate prosecutions with local law enforcement against parents that are concerned with curricula uh, that is imposed on their children. Uh, Joining us now to explain uh, what may be a huge, massive uh, contradiction of of the testimony you heard and what we now know is John Solomon, editor-in-chief, uh, founder and investigative reporter, justthenews.com. Sir, how are you? By the way, Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas, Sean. Good to be with you. Yes. Yeah, this is a very important set of documents. I, I think you, uh, the Protect the Public Trust, which is a uh, public watchdog that's been doing a lot of FOIA work, they went after some documents that were hinted at in Jim Jordan's uh, recent report on this, and they went and got this memo. This is a very important memo. Two weeks after Merrill Garland 
was out, uh, put his memo out there saying, hey, we're going to treat uh, these threats seriously. We need to roll out all the resources. Right after he gives that testimony, a memo goes out from the executive 20th. This memo goes out from the executive office of U.S. attorneys. It's basically the office that supervises the 93 U.S. attorneys, the chief federal prosecutors uh, across the country. And it says all of you must go out and have a meeting with your local law enforcement in the next two weeks. There's a deadline even set. Uh, and get these guys rolling. Get the cops. Stick the cops on this. Let's get rolling on this. And, oh, by the way, after you have the meeting, you have an obligation to come back and report to us who attended and what you discussed. This is a very top-down, put pressure on the federal prosecutors to rile up local law enforcement and to get something going. Now, if this was such a serious violence problem, you would assume that the local police and the local prosecutors would be contacting the Justice Department. That wasn't happening. This is the Justice Department trying to rile up local law enforcement officials, and try to get them engaged on going after anyone who might uh, be upset with the school board, might be threatening violence against them. Uh, it's a very top-down effort, very different from the sort of way you just heard Merrick Garland try to downplay it. The Justice Department was trying to upplay the threat. Now, one of the things we don't have, we've never been given data from the Justice Department on how much threats went up. Were there really violence against any school board members? We can't find many episodes, so it doesn't look like there was a spike. There's never been a data to support the idea that there was a spike and this needed to be done. I want to point out one other thing that shows up in the document. The um, in One of the accompanying documents for this, it's revealed that the Justice Department wanted to activate the FBI's National Threat Operations Center, NTOC. This is normally uh, put out there uh, or a center that's used to take terrorist threats and immediate threats for public safety. They wanted to activate this center and put this also in action against possible threats being made at school boards or uh, clashes between parents and school boards. All of that comes out in these new FOIAs. You get the sense that the federal government was actually trying to rile up local law enforcement than the other way around. It's pretty unbelievable, the story. But let me go back to the testimony part of the attorney general uh, because we had contradicting testimony from David Weiss, who's now the special counsel involved in the Hunter Biden case. This was the guy that wanted no charges at all. That was the initial plan until we heard from whistleblowers. And then the whistleblowers testimony resulted in a, quote, sweetheart deal that would have resulted in no jail time. That got blown out of the water by a Delaware judge. And thankfully so. If you look at the testimony, you know, of the whistleblowers and they took contemporaneous notes they said that david weiss was very clear that in fact he did not have the authority to bring charges against hunter biden and other venues directly contradicting by the way himself what he said to one one elected official versus what he said to another elected official i mean he just said one thing to one one thing to the other the exact opposite but also contradicting the attorney general merrick garland do we have an example here yet again that merrick garland is going before congress and not being completely truthful yeah listen i think that's how most of the members of congress are looking at this and jim jordan has had this concern from the beginning which is merrick garland got caught right this was something that started with the school boards and the woke educators putting pressure on the education department education department put pressure on the justice department mayor garland bends and he sends out this memo i'm i'm pretty sure from the people i've talked to the justice department he's always had buyer's remorse after it got out there because it became such a public backlash and he spends the next couple of weeks trying to downplay well, we weren't really doing anything different here we're not putting pressure on anybody 
we're trying to address a problem that was actually occurring at the local level. And what you find out is the local level isn't complaining to the Justice Department. The Justice Department is pressing its prosecutors to go out and try to rile up the local cops and say, hey, do you have a problem? Let's get involved on this. No one has ever provided the data. And I think if Congress had a good follow-up, it would be to follow up and say, is there any data, Mr. Attorney General, Justice Department, FBI, that showed a sudden spike that this really was a national crisis? Because we can't find it. We don't find it in the FOIA documents. We don't find it in anything that the uh, government's put out there. They claim that there's this spike, but no one really sees any evidence of, of violence in the numbers. And so I think that's a good follow-up. But I think that the distrust that Mayor Garland has created with Congress is real. It starts with Hunter Biden, and it continues on in this story as well. All right, quick break. More with John Solomon on the other side. Then we'll get to your calls. 800 941 our number as we continue. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, 
all things popular culture. culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, we continue now with John Solomon, justthenews.com, editor-in-chief, founder, and investigative reporter. Let me shift gears on you, if you don't mind, John. Uh, we had the House yesterday voting for the impeachment inquiry. Uh, I will tell you, there has been no reporter in the country that has done more work, broken more stories, that have that has done more investigative reports that have been corroborated and confirmed and verified than you have. Uh, and I tip my hat to you personally. It is a tribute to the hard work that you do every day and your commitment to get things right. Very similar to the Russia hoax uh, case in which you work so hard, impeachment case. I mean, this is what you were born to do, in my view. Uh, but I want to go to this, and, and I'm watching, the, we watched what was unfolding yesterday and, and the sideshow that Hunter Biden put on uh, and doesn't want to give a deposition like the Trump uh, children did and, you know, goes out lashing out uh, the way he did. Let me play part of that from yesterday. Jim Jordan... Jason Smith and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied 
over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life. So much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. They displayed naked photos of me during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love, the light of my dad's love for me, and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. Wow. Let's get your reaction to it, because uh, obviously we've covered this top to bottom. Amazing how you can make millions and millions and millions of dollars with no uh, experience at a time you're struggling with addiction. And uh, we can't find any services ever rendered by anybody. And we're talking about tens of millions of dollars. John Solomon. Well, listen, this is a classic Democrat strategy, right, which is to play the victim card. I'm a victim here. Me and my family, even though we made millions off of China, Russia, uh, Ukraine and others, we're a victim. And uh, that's not the case. But the most important words he uttered yesterday was this very small twist of phrase. He's changed the phrase now. We went from Joe Biden not involved in his business to Joe Biden not financially involved. They have moved the goalposts. And this is a very important moment. Anyone who's been watching this, it wrung their ears the second he uttered it. By changing it to financially involved, he's trying to say, listen, you're not going to be able to find money to my father uh, that you know he was an investor in my businesses. But what it does leave open now is the very real possibility that the evidence shows that Joe Biden was involved in his business. He was meeting with his business uh, uh, partners. He was taking actions that, whether intentionally or otherwise, benefited his business partners. He had meetings at the uh, Naval Observatory, at, at a, um, at a um, restaurant in Washington, D.C. He was furthering the family business, and in some cases, it appears that money came back through the family business of nothing else to pay back Joe Biden money he was owed. But that is a very significant change in phraseology, and it's the third or fourth time that the Bidens have changed the goalposts. We went from he never got any money from China, he never did anything to help his son's business, he never met with his son's business partners, to now he wasn't financially involved in it. Uh, that is a major recognition that what's about to come in the impeachment uh, proceedings is clear evidence that Joe Biden was involved in helping Hunter Biden make these millions of dollars by showing up at dinners, by making phone calls, perhaps by firing the prosecutor in Ukraine. And I'm going to throw another data point out there. It's something that we'll make public tomorrow. The congressional committees have done uh, a lot of work to show that Hunter Biden's 2017 China deal, the CEFC Energy, China Energy deal actually began when Joe Biden was still vice president. It wasn't in 2017. It's consummated earlier. And then the monies are withheld until after Joe Biden has left the office. That is a very important dynamic. It makes it look like the family's trying to hide their China connections until Joe Biden can be out of office. We're going to put out some very new information, including some testimony that was given to the FBI by a business associate of Hunter Biden that makes clear though the FBI didn't follow up uh, very strangely, that Joe Biden may have met with Hunter's Chinese business partners, the CFC business partners, before he left office as vice president. In other words, he was vice president and he was facilitating the China deal, that $3 million payment, diamond carrot, and that $5 million loan. Unbelievable work, John Solomon. I probably won't talk to you, uh, at least on the air, till till, uh, after the new year, but... Uh, thanks for all the hard work, uh, being a great partner, friend to us. We uh, wish you and your wonderful family all the best this holiday season. 
and we hope you get a little bit of downtime. I know it goes against both our natures, but it's important. So, um, anyway, uh, if people knew the hours of which we'd speak, I think they would think we're both insane, and they probably would all be right. Anyway, God bless you and your family. Have a great holiday, my friend. 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.